Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Critical Podcast. I'm your host, Jimmy Good, and joining me once again is my go-to podcast compadre, Mr. Joe Lever. Joe, how are you faring this week, my friend? Uh, quite well, James. Quite well. Oh, James. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you. It was very official here. Today. I don't know. Thank you, Joseph. How are you faring? I thought, wow, this got very... Uh proper all of a sudden what can i say we run a very proper and tight ship here on the critical podcast so tight leak proof i'm just kidding you're out of line soldier you're out of line but you know what's you know what's not leak proof joe the entertainment industry ha um i'm just kidding because there's Uh there's too many too many people you know what i mean this just stuff gets out all the time that's what we're going to be talking about today, because usually we talk about games, movies, TV shows, all that stuff, or just our favorite films. We've kind of been doing that a lot lately. But this week, kind of a little bit of a rundown for you guys who are listening in, or if you're new here, hi. Um, uh, we're going to talk about all the stuff that Disney, for the most part, Disney announced that their investors call that happened as of this recording last week. So it might be a little bit old news, but we're going to go over it, talk about our thoughts on some of the bigger stuff, because as I told Joe before the show, they announced like a bajillion things. Most of it is for Disney Plus, uh, which is kind of crazy. And before we get to that, I thought this was really fascinating. I don't know. I'm not like crazy into numbers usually. We like to talk about box office stuff like that uh, or budgets of films because that's interesting. But Disney originally, yeah. when they wanted to launch Disney Plus, they said like when they were first like four years or something, I think it was, they were like, we want to try to hit like 50 million subscribers. That's a lot of people. Uh, but they reported recently, and a lot of this is probably due to the pandemic, but that they have crested over 86, they're at 86.8 million subscribers, and that within four years or by 2024, they would like to hit like 240-something, or some crazy million subscribers number. I was like, that's nuts. So that's a reason you're going to see a lot of these series that are going to be on Disney+, Plus, as opposed to being you know, television or more so films that could have been films. So just keep that in mind. So if you're like, why are they doing this so much? They're doing that. HBO Max is doing that. Um, and I don't know. It kind of makes sense. Uh, Joe and I, we've talked about this in the past, but uh, these streaming services, they are clearly the new thing. And uh, these people who are getting in on the, they're not getting in on the ground floor like Netflix did, but they have the ability to create their own premium content themselves and distribute it on their platform only. And I, I can see why they would want to do that because they don't have to share any of that with anybody else. They could just be like, yeah, it's on Disney Plus. If you want to watch it, it's on Disney Plus. And if you don't, then too bad. So, yeah, uh, it's a it's a big move. And that's what Disney's in the business of doing. But I asked Joe before we started, Star Wars and Marvel. Joe said Star Wars. So we're going to go Star Wars first. All right, Joe. Oh, by the way, full spoilers here, just in case for things for like Mandalorian and stuff. So if you haven't caught up on Mandalorian season two yet, I'm just going to put that out there. Because the first thing I'm going to talk about kind of dives in that a little bit. First thing that got announced, Joe, Ahsoka, Disney Plus series. People know Ahsoka Tano from Star Wars Clone Wars, Star Wars Rebels, and now The Mandalorian. She's getting her own Disney Plus series. Not a surprise. I think they talked about this a while ago. Um, But it sounds like it's going to be a series that's kind of running alongside The Mandalorian, might intertwine here and there with it, uh, potentially. What are your thoughts, Joe? What do you think? You're kind of new to Ahsoka. Yeah, I think there's... uh... I saw a little bit of her in the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. She's fine, I guess, in there. <laughs> I don't get the obsession quite yet. Sure. I'm only like, you know, I'm season one Clone Wars, so I don't know a lot. Sure. But uh, from what I saw of her in the Mandalorian, like I understand how there can be a uh, a want there, like in, I don't want to say an obsession, but a, uh, a likeness to her character just from like a... How do I want to say like a vibe? Yeah. Ability, personality, and also aesthetic. I mean, she's an interesting looking character and all that. So um, 
I think there's kind of a yeah, and with that fandom, I mean, give the fans what they want, they'll pay. If exactly. you build it, they will come, you know? So, yeah. Easy peasy. And I like how they're going to, like you said, if it runs kind of concurrently a little bit with the Mandalorian and ties in with the Mandalorian at all, that's pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, and Leela asked me this, Joe. I, don't, I think we've talked about it in the past. He was like, how does she have like white lightsabers? The new canon, and I could be totally wrong about this. Please, someone correct me if I'm wrong. But it looks like she actually has two lightsabers that came from Sith Inquisitors, which come out of Star Wars Rebels, uh, I think. But anyway, so regular crystals, they could be like blue or green or maybe even purple. And then if a Sith or somebody who's the dark side, like you and I would probably do, we would bleed the crystals, like emotionally pour our hatred into it, and that would turn it red. Thus, it's bleeding. It's red. If you heal them from that, they turn white. I don't know if that's still true. That could be a whole bunch of malarkey, but that's what I'm telling people. So please correct me if I'm wrong about that. Star Wars lightsaber enthusiasts. Uh, but yeah, I think it's, it makes sense to me. I'm not surprised that they're doing this at all. I'm curious to see how they do a Jedi-focused uh, TV series like this, uh, because I thought the one they would do for sure would be a Luke Skywalker, you know, and this could still be Luke Skywalker with Ahsoka. Uh, I really think that's going to happen at some point because I, I you know, Maybe she helps teach at his academy, and it's not just Luke, but I just I really think that story of Luke and training Ben Solo and all that stuff would be really cool. Not that they couldn't do that still down the line, but Ahsoka has become such a, a prominent character, especially from those animated um, shows. So, makes How sense. How would they do something like that with Luke? Would they bring back uh, Mark Hamill and oh, kind of yeah. like... Let's dye your hair a little bit, make you look like you're only about 40, and let's get yeah, in there. Yeah, I, I think they could do that. They could maybe de-age him a little bit. I don't know if they would have to necessarily, but... You think Mark, Mark Campbell's down for it? Dude, he's down for all that stuff. Out of all the people who have been, like, in Star Wars, he is, like, he always seems, like, so excited to, like, hop into it and be part of it. Because yeah. that's, like, besides the Joker, that's his biggest thing, and he knows it. You know, with, like, other, um, like, famous people who come out of Star Wars, like Harrison Ford, I think Harrison Ford would rather have you remember him more so as Indiana Jones sometimes over um, Han Solo. That might not be true. It's just the, the perception I get from it. And that's why he's so he's so adamant about making more Indiana Jones films. Whereas Mark Hamill's like, dude, I'm back. He's like, I'll come back and be in Star Wars movies. Like, uh, I think he would totally be down for it. I think it'd be really cool. And we could get even, like, you know, you cut Adam Driver's hair a little bit, Joe. You get a little bit of like young Adam Driver-ish in there again. Those two acting against each other. Of all the people who wouldn't be down for it, I think Adam Driver might not be. Yeah, he might not be. Uh, but the thing is, I, a lot of people say that until that Disney money truck shows up. No, I'm just kidding. It's like with um, Sigourney Weaver and like Alien 4 or whatever. And they it, they even, she joked about it, saying like they needed to bring like a dump truck of money to my house and they did or something. And it's like, uh, <laughs> that's what she got back in. Um, but anyway, Ahsoka, played by Rosario Dawson, who people might know as the nurse from Daredevil, uh, just kind of moving on like... Good for her because, uh, you know, the, the Defenders kind of went by the wayside. I'm still not sure if they'll come back in the fold eventually, but... Never even you. watched it. <laughs> yeah, it's... I don't know. It had potential. Um, we'll see, though. They might they might pop back up. But anyway, so Ahsoka, Joe's not there yet, but eventually I think, Joe, you'll, you'll start to like her a little bit more once she gets flushed out in the Clone Wars for you. But yeah, I, like you said, if the yeah. fans want it, there you go. This one kind of interesting to me. I forgot that they announced this or I just saw it pop up, but this is Rangers of the New Republic Disney Plus series. This is uh, following apparently some of those individuals who potentially fall within the New Republic. We've actually seen a little bit of them on Joe's favorite episode of The Mandalorian Season 2 with the spiders. Uh, it's the, the guys in the X-Wings. So yeah. this show might focus on 
folks like that and would also intertwine potentially with Mandalorian and Ahsoka again. All I'm getting here, Joe, and I don't know if you'll feel this too, this feels very Arrowverse to me. And that's not a bad thing. That's not a mean thing. But it's like, let's add a bunch of these shows that you wouldn't think are connected. But then, you know, once in a while, it's like, oh, we pulled somebody over. Oh my gosh, it's, it's Mando, you know, or like, oh, Ahsoka's helping us out with this special mission. And then it's like, oh, but if you want to see how that got built up to, you got to watch the last season of Ahsoka. Like, you know what I mean? Where it's kind of like they add all these things in. I and think then you that's cool. And it incentivizes you to kind of watch them all. And who oh, wouldn't yeah. watch them all anyway? Um, I... I, I like that. The thing is, is there's something much more enticing that I'm sorry, but like the Arrowverse and or the DC WB or CW stuff. Eh, if it's fine, but you know, obviously this is going to have the budget <laughs> yeah. um, and everything and the cinematic quality, but I, I think the quality in general uh, abroad is, Here's a word for you. It's gonna going to exude quality, mm-hmm. and it quality will abound. I, <laughs> I just, I think they can do a better, especially with Star Wars. That whole, you know, the the travels and the the, you know, having those communities relate to each other is much more natural feeling to me. Sure. And um, whereas, like what they were doing with the CW shows, felt a little more. It was truly very comic-y, you know? Yeah, and they were working yeah. with not all of their biggest, you know, superheroes, and they had much more of a budget, True. and they had to make, like, triple the amount of shows, and it only started because Arrow did well. So, like, kudos to CW for building it eventually, because, like, if you watch that first season of Arrow, and then you watch where it is now, you'd be like, how did it get from here to there, right? But, like, on this one, it seems like Star Wars, they're going to be pretty calculated with these other TV shows and be like, well, if they intertwine at all, it's because we purposefully said, yep, Ahsoka showing up in this one, Mando showed up in this well, one, you know. And your options are so much more diverse and endless, you know, you're oh, totally. in a galaxy far, far away. You can mm-hmm. kind of do what you please, not to mention there's so much history and stuff to the Star Wars uh, realm um, that it just, there's a lot of doors that they can kick open with not much effort. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, by the way, we're getting all these from, you can get them anywhere online, but I'm looking at movieweb.com. They did a great job of, like, putting these up between, like, Disney Plus series versus an actual film. So, I appreciate you. Thank you, MovieWeb. Uh, speaking about kicking open a door, some of the greatest news I got uh, from all this stuff. Obviously, we knew this was coming, but the Obi-Wan Kenobi Disney Plus series, we've been talking about that for a little while. going to take place apparently, like, 10 years or so after Episode 3. But the biggest point of news coming from this, for me personally, is my boy... Hayden Christensen back in the Darth Vader suit. Oh, baby. Oh, my goodness. So does that mean? Really? Yeah, he's going to be in here. So the real question is, so let's just let's just play a little ball here, right? I don't know. Luke is 16 or 18 at the beginning of uh, New Hope or whatnot. But anyway, so you got Hayden Christensen who's going to be in that Darth Vader suit. Excellent. Do you have, like, if you bring Hayden Christensen back to do Darth Vader, sure. which I think is great, uh, but he's not the guy. That was David Prowse, I believe, who recently just passed away, um, who normally or used to do it way back in the day. I don't think you bring Hayden Christensen back to do just that. I think we're we're going to see some flashbacks, Joe. I think we're going to get Hayden Christensen back as Anakin Skywalker. I really think it could happen. Where Obi's like he sitting could. in the desert thinking back and he's like, I should have seen it. That one time he ran out of the meeting and he's like, I've got a date. I mean, I have to go do some training. And he's like, I should have known back then that he was interested in someone. Like, you know, like stuff like that. 
I'm just really excited about it because I think uh, Hayden Christensen got a lot of flack for his portrayal as Anakin Skywalker. I always thought he did a good job. I or I I really I think he's, he, like the more you look at it, uh, especially compared to how Luke was in the beginning, it makes more sense. But I'm just excited. I think it's cool. Also, just more Darth Vader, and I really think. Again, if they weren't teasing it before, Joe, this is another testing ground to see if that Darth Vader TV series or standalone film is a thing still. Because I really feel like they're going to, they'll tease Vader, they'll show him doing some fighting at points, and people will be like, ooh, I could really use more of that. And that right there is a Disney Plus recipe for just greatness, baby. Just uh, give me that Darth Vader series, Joe. It's just one step closer to good old Darth Vader. When are uh, these supposed yeah. to come out? Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi is supposed to come out, uh, 2022, likely, likely set. So, yes. Uh, so a little, like, a little more than a year out, potentially, or even maybe like two. But, I don't know, I'm really excited about Also, besides that, even if we don't get a ton of Darth Vader stuff in there, I'm just glad Ewan McGregor's coming back. I love Ewan McGregor. I think he's really good. He's an incredibly talented guy. And plus, he is probably my favorite thing. Just about my favorite thing, I think, from the prequel trilogy. His Obi-Wan Kenobi is just... Just spot on. So, uh, yeah, also, I'm I'm not surprised that they're announcing this, too, because I don't know how much you can do with him in the desert. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just have it be like six episodes of Obi just meditating on a rock. I suppose you could if they were all flashbacks, but you got to give him something to do. And uh, I don't think he's going to fight Vader necessarily. But if Darth Vader's in it uh, there, this might be some kind of excess Jedi purge stuff. I don't know. I'm excited about it. Joe, are you excited about it? I am. I'm trying to figure out what what uh, Hayden Christensen looks like now to see if the flashback thing is viable or not. Uh, it could. You know, it could work. I he doesn't look too different, I believe. But I don't think he does. Yeah, I think fairly he, similar. Yeah, I think it'll work. I or it could. And I'm. This is just me speculating here. I just don't know why you would get him back only to be in the Vader costume because, like, you could totally do it. I would just think like if you yeah, bring him back, the voice never matters. <laughs> yeah, it's just the movement, right? Uh, and he's he's worn it before. People don't remember this, but uh, in Revenge of the Sith, he actually did wear the Vader costume at the very end of that film. Uh, but I would just love to see him in flashbacks, Jedi Council, maybe sow more of the seeds of the issues they're having uh, from Revenge of the Sith. I think that'd be great. Uh, that would be really cool, and it gives Hayden another crack at this, which a lot of people. Um, if you watched all the Clone Wars, Anakin feels like a very different character in that show because they give him a Padawan, Ahsoka. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, they never brought her up ever. Um, but I yeah, think no they, I think really. <laughs> and you know what, Joe? Speaking of that, I wouldn't be surprised to see that either. What if we get flashbacks and Ahsoka live action, younger Ahsoka, Padawan at the Jedi Temple? I wouldn't be surprised to see that either. Show Hayden Christensen as Anakin teaching Ahsoka. I, Possible. I I see it, man. I see it right now. Anyway, Darth Vader, man. What more can I say? So good. Is there anything else you want to say on this before we move on? Uh, no, not really. I am excited for more uh, Anakin slash Darth Vader. Good. Good. You yeah. should be. Cause Especially Vader's at that time period. That would be cool. Him fresh. Fresh mm-hmm. in the suit, doing his thing. Well, hunting Jedi. He's a decade on, though, so I don't know how fresh he is. I want like an I want a six months after oh. movie. I want it just him just yeah. like finding the remnants of just Jedi, just cutting them down. Just, oh my god. Ugh. It'd be so great. Or they're like, how would he get in? He doesn't have the passcode to this place. Only the Jedi do. And they're like, oh my goodness. Um, that would be, <laughs> that'd be pretty great. Uh, another one they talked about, Lando, Disney Plus series. 
Still don't know if Donald Glover is going to be coming in or if it's going to be Billy D. Williams. We don't have a ton of information on it yet. Another one I'm not surprised of. I could also see this really easily going down the solo route where it's Donald Glover as Lando Calrissian and then you bring in um, Alden Eichenreich back to play uh, young Han Solo during... There's plenty of time in there too. Um, also, if you're going to kind of dive into maybe some more of the Darth Maul stuff as him being the leader of the Black Sun or whatever. I forget what it is. Um, but of the Crime Syndicate stuff. So this Lando stuff could have Darth Maul as the main antagonist potentially. I think that's how you really get people super excited, besides the fact that it's Lando. Uh, but anyway, Joe, sure. Lando, are you excited? Lando stuff. Would you watch some Lando stuff? At the moment, not as interested. <laughs> not as the other ones, but maybe? Yes, I would. Okay. I, I would. Especially if they introduced a, a, an, an antagonist like that. Yeah. Uh, this next one is the most interesting one to me because I only saw the name of it and we're still not exactly sure about it. Uh, this one's called The Acolyte which it has like this kind of like it looks like a lightsaber cut through it. It's kind of red. And I was like, it's like a Sith thing. So uh, apparently it's going to be, quote, a mystery thriller that will take viewers into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic. This takes place 200 years before The Phantom Menace. And this is what I was talking about, Joe. I still think they're going to make a movie or TV series further about this stuff. But this is what I'm saying. You do the whole, like, if it's the accolade, maybe this is the backstabber show, Joe, I've been talking about for so long. Where it's just like, all the Sith, they all exist. And they're all just, like, stabbing each other in the back for power. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I don't know. I think it could be really good. Uh, it could be really interesting. I want to know more about it. But of course, we're gonna have to wait. Apparently, it's it's probably gonna be a while. Um, so I'm not sure. Um, but the acolyte sounds really interesting to me. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, is it old enough to have anything to do with um, the Ma? I don't know the Ma. Is that like a Sith guy? Like a Sith person? I'm sorry. Of the galaxy or something. That's where they okay. imprison. The mother or whatever her name is. I forget. I brought her up to you a while back. I'm so sorry. My Star Wars knowledge is failing me. Clearly, I don't know enough. The the uh, the rise of like the dark side or dark side powers. Oh. Um, and I wanted to. I feel like the sizzle trailer or trailer for this will just be Sidious in um, or Palpatine in Revenge of the Sith, who are just like the dark side of the Force is a pathway to many powers that some would consider to be unnatural, and like people are like turning rocks inside out, you know, and they're turning them into guts and then setting them on fire, like you know, be like, ah, oh, sick, um, yeah, yeah, like <laughs> the rise of uh, well, the time of. Uh... The unexplored parts of uh, the Star Wars galaxy, uh, they imprisoned Abeloth, the mother. She was like a human that like the uh, the ones, I guess is what they're called. Uh, the brother was pure dark side. Yep. The son was pure... Um, the sister the light the daughter yeah. the sister the daughter was and then the father was just uh, he was the original one or yep. whatever um but she was a human that they had as like a servant but they eventually adopted her as part of the family she kept growing older but then she did like some ritual things and this and that and she became like all powerful and um 
and the ones along with some Sith and Jedi first of them helped him prisoner or something of that nature and this and that, but she's a uh, crazy powerful and basically end of the galaxy kind of stuff. I don't know how, how she's part of some books. There's a book series uh, regarding star Wars that covers her. And I don't know if they'll get into something that, uh, yeah, that might be legend um, stuff. Which they could pull from. They've right. done it before. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, because yeah, they've tackled the mother, or it's not the mother. They've tackled um, the father and the, the son and the daughter in um, the Clone Wars. So maybe that's something that they would oh. dive into potentially. But no, this sounds more of like, at least right now, this sounds more about like Sith culture. Really is basically what I'm, I feel like I'm getting okay. at here, where it's like a lot of just, it's like, yeah. I feel like that's what yeah. it's going to be, man. It's the backstab show. It's going to be great. You'll love somebody and they'll backstab someone and then they'll get backstabbed. Well, that'd be cool if they would cover other Sith Lords and stuff. That yeah. would be pretty neat because, I mean, you can go in and, um, yeah, maybe history that's not quite acknowledged and all or legend type stuff, but there were a long list of Sith leaders sure. along the path. And, and there's some interesting ones at that. But, uh, so that would be really cool. And, I, and I'm sorry, technical difficulties. For some reason, my headphones went out, so I didn't hear everything you said about it. But That's okay. It's just 200 still, years that ago. That one sounds exciting to me. Yeah. The only one who'd be alive would be Yoda, probably, in that timeline. So we could definitely get Yoda. Younger Yoda, maybe more spry. Not that he isn't spry in the prequel trilogy a little bit, but get yeah. more of like an aggressive, t like an angsty Yoda. That'd be wonderful. Uh, but yeah, sounds like a cool show. My joke still is that it's just going to be the office, but everybody's going to be like an evil Sith and they're all just, they have workplace differences but then they just stab each other in the break room. Uh, probably be a little bit more than that, but who knows. This one is the one I'm most probably excited about besides the Obi-Wan stuff, Joe, uh, because we actually saw the, the trailer for it. Um, but it is that of, it's they're just calling it, it's just Andor. I don't know if we got the name before, but Andor, Cassian Andor, one of my guys, as I call him, uh, from Star Wars Rogue One, played that uh, basically rebellion spy and assassin uh he's he's kind of all the stuff he was the guy who, who was the leader or maybe one of the people who did the bad stuff for the rebels the stuff that maybe the rebels didn't want to acknowledge so much i love that stuff we just watched rogue one again recently and i think he did such a great job and that is a is a diego luna um who's got just a, a great name i don't want to double check yes um such a cool name uh which i don't know does that technically mean like dog of the moon or something like that i don't know or is that wolf of the moon coyote <laughs> of the moon um but anyway uh it was really cool to watch this trailer because there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff they don't really have a lot of stuff filmed for it yet some of the stuff was probably from rogue one but he said you know uh during the premiere of rogue one it was bittersweet he's like this is so cool we're in star wars but we all knew everybody out there the cast was like this is a one and done because of how that movie wraps up but then he's like, the magic happened. And this is going to be, get this, this is going to be like the longest one that I've heard of so far. This is a 12 episode series. Now, it's not going to be as, yeah, it's not going to be as demanding probably as the Mandalorian or a, like Ahsoka. Because like the, on the technical side, it's not like Andor, you know, Cassian Andor has a lightsaber. He's going to do a bunch of backflips and stuff. But I think this is fascinating. I get it's a prequel of a prequel of a story that maybe like nobody really wanted to hear about. I love it. I also think it's cool to talk about, like, if the good guys were kind of bad guys. And that's what Andor, or Cassian, really is. It'll also have Alan Tudyk coming back as K2SO. I really think that'll be the first episode of them, like, you know, taking him, like, that that security droid. Or... K2SO? Remember K2SO, the big the droid? He's like, you are being rescued. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. K2. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I think he's going to be... Uh, 
introduced pretty quickly, and it'll be like their misadventures leading up to Rogue One, you know? Uh, and maybe that last... It'll be interesting, nonetheless. Yeah, the last episode could be them, like, saving um, Jin in the beginning of Rogue One or whatnot, but I'm excited about it. I think it's really cool. Joe, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I think it could be fun, kind of Wild Westy. Yes. I like it. Kind of, kind of little... I mean, it'll maybe have a little more direction or more of an overarching plot than how do you say this similar to the mandalorian but a little bit less deal of the week or yeah you know you know um i think it'll maybe tie more into the overarching plot through and through instead of you know you have like the mandalorian the overarching plot but then there's the like issue of the week to deal with whereas i think them it would be like you know what it's building up to eventually, and that's Rogue One. So there's all those steps to get to that point, right? So I think maybe it'd have a little bit more. It'd be a little bit more of a puzzle piece or a puzzle. The remaining pieces to the puzzle. You know what I'm gotcha. saying? Gotcha. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. I'm sorry my phone went off. I didn't realize I was. That's all right. Silent. We all. Right. Hey, that means this thing's just raw and real. It's you know, raw. this is the realest show you've ever done. Listen to in your life. Uh, I, I hear you. I still feel like there's a really good chance they'll do like a thing of the week, unfortunately. Like they'll be like, you got to assassinate this guy this week. And be like, you got to get this thing the next week, Cassian. Get back to work. You got to keep stabbing people in the dark. Um, I don't know if he's going to really be. I don't think they'll make him too bloodthirsty. <laughs> but at the same time, uh, I, I really think this is going to be really cool. I like Diego Luna a lot. And maybe I'm also kind of biased because when I did that Void Star Wars experience a while ago, he was the guy who like gave me my mission even though he wasn't really there. That would have been amazing if he was there in real life and he's had to give the spiel like 20 times a day to people. <laughs> he's just standing there and he's like, he's like, here's your mission. I'd be like, wow, this, he's so lifelike. And I just <laughs> touch his face. Um, yeah, I'm stoked for it. Can't wait for that. Uh, that is coming out 2022, I believe. Uh, yeah, I think it's gonna be cool. I'm looking forward to it. Let's get to the movies, Joe. Uh, and this one, maybe besides the series, is the one that I'm also really excited about. I've also, ex- you know, I've enjoyed Wonder Woman, directed by Patty Jenkins, and this is the person who's going to be directing this next one. And it's fascinating to hear the backstory about this a little bit. But Patty Jenkins coming in to direct Rogue Squadron. Oh my goodness! It's like they listen to us when we're like, we want a TV series and or movie about the X-wing fighter pilots. Now, the Rangers of the New Republic, that could be that as well. But this one, I think, is really interesting because Patty Jenkins, uh, the little kind of show that they or they were showing this off, she was kind of like a little video. She's rollerblading uh, somewhere, and you find out that she's actually on an airfield. And she talks about her dad being a fighter pilot. And he actually was in service to the United States military, and he unfortunately had to give his life in service for that. But she said, you know, never in my life have I ever experienced a bigger thrill than hearing those those jets take off when you're when you're when you're there on the field uh and she said i've always wanted in my career to to make the greatest fighter pilot film of all time and she's like the problem is the scripts weren't coming through i couldn't find the right story to tell but then and like she's like taking the rollerblades off she's putting something else on and you're like okay what is she doing she's like but now i finally found one and that's in Rogue Squadron. And so if you finally see that she puts on one of those orange jumpsuits and she walks towards an X-Wing that's on the uh, the tarmac or whatnot. <laughs> I think it's really cool. I am really interested. I bet there are a lot of challenges with doing a, a film that's probably primarily set in space. I'm sure there'll be a lot of like, you know, back at base or back in the, the Carillion Corvette or whatnot. But yeah. I think this is really cool. I think Patty Jenkins is a really good director. And I am really excited to see this because, oh boy, just imagine just like, 
some great dogfighting sequences. Like the end of Rogue One has a little bit of it, uh, but we don't really get a lot of great, uh, you know, dogfights in in space. Uh, uh, Star Wars. We haven't had like amazing, amazing ones. There, there are moments, but yeah. I, I would love to see something more, man. Like this could be this could be really intense. Like this could be <laughs> this could be really cool. You know, I think that was one of the main and only reasons I liked that Ice Spider Mandalorian episode was because of their yeah. chase scene. Yeah, it's I good. I thought that was cool. Yeah, and that's just the chase scene. Like, imagine them in the debris of space, like fighting through. Oh my gosh, you can do you can do a lot of crazy stuff with it. But I'm really looking forward to this, especially if she's looking at it from a more realistic kind of quotes around that for our listeners who are just listening, but uh, realistic spin on it as a fighter pilot film. Because uh, I've seen like one or two in the past where it is focused on that, and you really, you really have to focus in on that because you could really go full sci-fi, which it is obviously. But if you keep the the human element in there, which I'm hoping, and I think she really will do, uh, this could be a very intense Star Wars film focusing on that wars part, which I love so much. You know, enough of those stars. Yeah. So many stars. They're so bright. I can't even look at them. Give me the war, baby. <laughs> Give me that sweet, sweet war. Um. Yeah. But anyway, uh, Joe, that's that's me talking about Rogue Squadron. What do you think? Uh, I mean, exactly what I said. I mean, I like the I like the artistic style of, uh, you know, the dog fights and the chase sequences with those X wings and other spacecraft. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm all about it. Not to mention Patty Jenkins. I mean, she's only proven herself once to me, but uh, it was definitely above and beyond like out of 10 stars i would have given it 12 so um i have high hopes cool high hopes yeah me too yeah uh i'm just gonna rapid fire these last few off because we don't know as much about them and maybe they won't be as um as critical to us but first off we just got a little update on the taika watiti star wars movie still don't really know anything about it i would imagine it's gonna be a comedy uh just i have a have a good feeling that it'll probably be a comedy which is totally fine uh and uh, yeah, competent director, proven himself plenty of times now. People really, I think you either really like his stuff or you just kind of like, it's all right. Like there's not a lot of people who are like, that guy, get him out of here. Like uh, obviously has a flair for um, humor, which I really think that's what this, this film will probably be, <laughs> which is totally fine. Um, and there are a lot of people out there probably listening to this who are like, oh, cool, Taika Waititi stuff. But again, they didn't really announce much from it. They just said it's like still, they're still working on it. So could be a ways out. Uh, this next one, a droid story. Don't really know much about it. Um, I have the really strong sneaking suspicion that this is this is going to be like an animated um, film. This might be, I think, more kid-focused. Not saying that it'll be bad. I'm not saying that at all. I just watched Camp Cretaceous recently. It's really good. Go check it out. Uh, but I don't know. Um, I don't know. Uh, it's I don't know. It's just <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know. Every time, like, I'm sorry. I feel bad because, like, not that the droids are bad. It's not that they're bad. It's just I have I I rarely get worried about the droids because either a they're gonna get trashed or b they just they really won't. But even if they did, you could find a way to bring them back. Like C3PO, you could kill that guy a hundred times over, and he'll just keep coming back because they can do it. You know what I mean? There'll be some sort of chip somewhere or whatever else. I don't know. I don't know, man. I feel kind of bad. Like, I, I like, do you, do you really like the droids are fine? I think they're fine. I'm just not like, not yeah, I'm not, inf- you know, I'm not invested in them as deeply as I would uh, the main characters, but I, I, I won't lie. I mean, I think of all of them, 
unfortunately the cap like C3PO they established him as just being like slightly annoying or like a com- comic comical relief a little bit yeah. um in some of the earlier ones but then they do you know like Rise of Skywalker is the one where you actually care about him a little bit like oh shit they're going to wipe his memory and he's been there since the beginning right and totally. so they they're able to get you there a little bit but um yeah, I don't know. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah, and again, this is not me trying to throw shade. If you love droids, if they're your favorites, I really enjoyed BB-8. I thought BB-8 was great. I was at, I forget the one in Jedi Fallen Order. Maybe my favorite one. He seemed the most practical to me. He's got the two little uh, legs, Joe. Seems like you could use that all the time. Uh, yeah, but yeah. I do like BB-8 too. I, I agree that. I mean, that may be slightly overplayed, but not so much that I had to call it out or be annoyed with it. Mm-hmm. I thought they actually make you get attached to him. And all, not only that, but they actually show how much the characters care about him. Oh, totally. Yeah. Which helps. Yeah. You know, between Ray and Poe. I mean, yeah. So For sure. Uh, BD1, by the way. Jedi Fallen Order. He's great. Uh, but yes, I totally agree with you. Uh, uh, last few things here for Star Wars. This one, Bad Batch, uh, they talked about it's a Disney Plus series kind of continuing on from the Clone Wars that just recently had their final season that was brought back. Centers around a group of clones that all have genetic defects, making them all good primarily at one major thing. Uh, but because it's going to take place at the end of the Clone Wars, you can imagine that's Revenge of the Sith times and um, what they do after that. To me, kind of interesting. I've, I've enjoyed the Star Wars animated stuff for a long time, and I think it could be good. But uh, Joe, once you if you ever watch that stuff, I think you would like this. It's like... A bunch of commandos, basically. But they are all, like, there's the strong one. And then there's, like, the sniper guy. And then there's, like, the cool leader. You know what I mean? It's kind of that sort of thing. That it's makes called sense. the Bad Batch? Yeah, the Bad Batch. Star Wars, the Bad Batch. Because they're, they're, like, the ro- they're like the rogue group of clones that were kind of defective, but also they're really good at special ops missions, man. But now do they work for the Empire? Or do they just, like, run away? Probably that, because they don't have their chips in them anymore? I don't know. Um, so... Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Uh, and this other one, I do want to bring up last one here. Star Wars Visions animated Disney Plus series. Uh, apparently this, and this is nuts to me, is going to be, it's it's celebrating Star Wars, the, like the galaxy, through the lens of Japanese anime creators. This could be the craziest thing we see on Disney Plus for a long time. Because it's like, what if it was Darth Vader, but he was anime? They could do, they could do a lot with this. Uh, and I've seen stuff Over. like this in the past. I'm really curious about this one, man. Like this, it's set to arrive in 2021. I, it, okay, and ten short films could be about anything. I don't know. Some of these, they might do some crazy fight scenes. We probably haven't seen fight scenes like this since the original Star Wars, the Clone Wars, that was like Samurai Jack animated style. Uh, but that could be really cool. Uh, I think <laughs> I can think it'd be really neat. But I'm kind of an anime fan. Joe, how about you, man? What, would you watch this, or would you maybe check out a few if there was like some specific you liked? Over it. Over it. Perfect. All right. Moving on, Joe, we're moving into the, the next section, uh, which for folks who are keeping track right here, maybe I'll put a timestamp for it. 35 minutes. Uh, it's Marvel. Marvel. Oh, my gosh. You've got Star Wars announced a lot. Well, Marvel announced maybe just as much. Um, first off, we don't really need to talk about it too long, but WandaVision, uh, it's coming in January. Just you don't even need to watch anymore. I mean, it's it's basically here. Uh, yeah, which is. It's great. Uh, I was I like to joke, be like, "Oh, they're making a Wanda show, Wanda Vision show." Good. Captain Marvel two was announced. 
also not a huge surprise. Uh, <laughs> I've kind of gone over the things that are like, yeah, we knew. Um, they also talked about Black Panther 2, which that was interesting. They said that they will not be recasting Chadwick Boseman. Really smart move, Disney. I really don't think anybody could take that role. You know, even like there's just no way you could have done that. So I think going with what you have and um, exploring Wakanda, as they say, uh, in in this film, you can do it with the other well, so players. So what are they going to do with them? I don't know. Uh, that's the big question still. And I think um, there's a lot. There's a few different ways you could go with this. Um, and the, the rumors have kind of gone around. It's like you could make Shuri the new Black Panther. You could make Mbaku. Um, you know, from the Gorilla Tribe, uh, uh, become the new Black Panther. I just don't think you bring somebody else in and be like, even if you wouldn't say he's T'Challa, or if you'd be like, this is T'Challa's replacement, another guy or another person, I just think it's probably smarter to just continue with this, because they have to, right? Black Panther did bonkers, and a lot of people love that character in that world. There's no way that they were just going to leave this on the shelf, right? Like, they couldn't just be like, no, we're not going to do anything with it. It makes sense. It's already a billion dollar franchise. So, um, yeah, not surprising. Uh, that comes out uh, in 2022, July 8th. So we'll see a lot of this subject to change. Pandemic still happening. Uh, <laughs> pan- pandemic pending. Um, we got the confirmation that Ant-Man and the Wasp, they're having a third film. This has kind of been going around for a while. They finally got the name Quantum Mania. Now, Joe, I know you might not be the biggest Ant-Man and the Wasp or Ant-Man uh, fan. I like the films. I think they're pretty fun. They're pretty lighthearted. Paul Rudd does a good job. I think with this one, and they didn't talk about Spider-Man, but these, the, <laughs> to wrap up these trilogies, they're getting bonkers, like really crazy. Like the first two are like pretty, like kind of like smaller affairs, especially with Ant-Man. Wink, I'm winking at the cameras. It's a small joke, it's a pun. Um, but this one is actually bringing in Kang the Conqueror, which we've talked about a few times. I actually made a video about it a long time ago, because I'm like, they'll bring Kang in eventually. But I think this one is going to get really crazy. Uh, I think Marvel is kind of doing... A bunch of stuff, especially with, like the Doctor Strange multiverse of madness and Spider-Man multiverse thing, and I don't know. I think this could be a really cool film. Uh, but uh, Joe, where do you stand? Ant-Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. I, I I didn't. I'm indifferent to it. Will I watch them? <laughs> I may. Um, I'm not going to pay or go out of my way. Okay. All right. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, I, I they don't do a hell of a lot for me. They're fine. Fair enough. You're honest to yourself, and I appreciate it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, I kind of talked about it before, but uh, besides Captain Marvel 2, the person who's also going to be starring alongside Captain Marvel, there'll be a few people, but it'll be uh, Kamala Khan, which, Joe, you know now, uh, especially a lot of us know now, even more so through the lens of uh, Marvel's Avengers, the video game, which will be pl- being played by um, Iman Vellani, uh, who was just recently announced uh, as the new Miss Marvel. For people who don't know Miss Marvel, she is uh, a younger superhero who develops uh, abilities similar to Mr. Fantastic in that she can stretch and she can, you know, make her hands really big and hit really hard. Somehow, I don't know how the super strength comes into it, but it does. Uh, currently filming down in Atlanta, Georgia, and she's obsessed with Captain Marvel, and she kind of models herself after Captain Marvel. Uh, I've said this before, and I still think it's going to hold true. I think this is going to be the equivalent in some respects of like young spider-man learning to use his powers in a big city but also with the um the unique twist of focusing on a pakistani family uh so i don't know i think it's gonna be good uh i think uh, they they cast really well and we'll see and that'll be a disney plus series that will lead into captain marvel 2 i believe so joe 
Hit me up, Hypometer. How are we doing? What's your character name again? Miss Marvel? Miss Ms. Marvel? Miss Marvel. Yes. Miss Marvel? <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, back when I played the demo of the Avengers game, mm. I found that character to be fine-ish. <laughs> like, she just doesn't doesn't uh do much for me but uh uh sure i mean we'll see i guess i yeah uh, yeah fair enough (laughs) he's in the middle somewhere feelings on it yeah hypometer maybe in the middle maybe a little less at the moment i was gonna make a lukewarm joke but we're not in the star wars segment anymore jimmy come on keep moving along um that's totally fine Here's one that might be a little bit more up your alley, Joe, but uh, you just saw the trailer for it before we started. But that's the Wel- uh, the Welkin, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, on Disney+. Plus. The uh, Welkin and the Winter Soldier. And the Winter Soldier. Everybody knows the Winter Soldier. Um, uh, <laughs> but we got Sebastian Stan He's back. Watching, Jimmy. I No, I was doing a German because that's what Zemo would do. And he's going to be the bad guy. Well, he used to be German. Zemo used was to be he German. German. He's not German. He is technically from um oh god, what's the name of that city they that that Ultron tried to use as a meteor? Um Sokovia. He's Sokovian. He yeah. was Sokovian Special yeah. Forces. Um but Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackey are coming back. Uh this one looks, and as Kevin Feige he talked about, it, he said it's like a Marvel film spread out over six episodes of a television show. And they kind of shot it yeah. that way. It sounds like they're doing that with Star Wars too. They're like a lot of the people they talk behind the scenes are like, this is the same way we do the movies. So looks really interesting. I think it's pretty st- like, I don't know what they're getting into, but you just saw the trailer. What do you think? Uh, I mean, I, I can, his sequence of him flying through the Canyon and stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Falcon is a character. Yeah, fine. Sure. You know, I, I, he was always fine. I, didn't do a hell of a lot for me. Um, always has that weird attitude about him. But anywho, um, I love me some Winter Soldier, man. Yeah. And he's got like a new vibranium arm and it's like kind of blackened and, and glistening. And I love it. I want yeah. to see him punch through some things. Remember he had that in Infinity War. Yeah, Just I know. Remember. But Just I want to see more of it. I understand. I wish he had the mask back. Like I, Sebastian Stan's a good looking guy. And people have said he could be a young Luke Skywalker if they wanted to do like an old like like Luke is a younger guy. I'm like, I could see him as a young Mark Hamill a little bit. Uh, and he's doing his little knife action, which is so funny because if you put these characters in a show together before we knew more about them, Joe, I'd be like, really, you're doing this. But I think a lot of it is predicated on the fact that they have this like weird chemistry of like, we're bros, but we kind of hate each other. But like Captain America, well, because they like, developed from hating each other to that, right? So I think that makes it cooler or more. Um, well, they've got like doable, a, but yeah, they've got like a relationship, you know. Like it's kind of like I hate you, and it's like, yeah, well, I hate you too, <laughs> bud. You know. Kind of yeah, like. exactly. But I, Sebastian Stan, uh, Winter Soldier, bring back the mask and the mask and, and the long hair. Wait, the long hair. Yeah, yeah, you just look dope, you know. Did look dope. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's an interesting show because I'm really curious to see how like if Zemo is going to be the main bad guy, but these two characters, like you know, Sam can fly, and Bucky's got like probably some serum, but also the like the strong arm. We'll see how much the shield plays into it. But I don't know if this is a series you do um, continuously. The fascinating thing I think about it too is that like it's going to also have along with them the new probably Black Widow 
who is like Natasha's kind of sister in arms from the Red Room that we see a little bit of in those trailers for Black Widow. That's who that lady is in there. Um, oh, I'm sorry. That's going to be Hawkeye. I apologize. That's com- I'm coming up to that. I'm skipping. I'm skipping a beat. I still think she'll be in both. I think New Black Widow will be in both. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, but yeah, um, or if she probably is in the trailer. I don't know. There's a lot of trailers. Either way, uh, you're more excited about this one, though, it sounds like, than uh, some of the other things we talked about. I'm sorry. My audio is cutting in and out. Good. That's all right. Just say, yes, I am. Heck yeah, probably not. Wait, no. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Are we good? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, are you more excited about this show than you are about some of the other stuff we've talked about? Uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. More than pretty much all the Marvel ones thus far that we've talked about. Yeah. It's those darn wireless earbuds, man. They're just, they cut in and out. You can't trust them. You just can't I mean, do it. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, we're going to talk uh, just a little bit here about one of the other ones I think is really fascinating. Loki TV series. Finally saw the trailer for it. Uh, Tom Hiddleston's back. He should honestly never leave. Um, the guy is just so much fun to watch, I think. Uh, kind of has that Ewan McGregor feel about him a little bit, uh, where I just I could just watch him in anything, uh, kind of. But yeah, Loki coming in hot, doing his own thing. Uh, not the Loki we necessarily know kind of the loki we know um but focusing on the loki from avengers the very first avengers so yeah so he hasn't been developed to have any uh soft spots for his brother or anything yet still kind of bad yeah and his like he didn't witness like his mom dying and you know kind of teaming up with thor a few times like he has so i'm really curious to see this one i think it'll be a lot of fun it looks like it's going to be kind of wacky I had somebody comment and tell me they didn't think they didn't recognize Owen Wilson in the beginning, who's like in the elevator with him. Uh, but that agency, which I forget, it's like the time variant agency or something, uh, very much reminds me of like Legends of Tomorrow. Or there's a lot of like these kind of if you start messing with time travel and stuff, there's like in comics, there's like an agency of like people of like bureaucrats who are like, yeah, we, we fix time anomalies and stuff. But I was like, oh, Owen Wilson. I was like, this looks great. I was like, this looks like a weird, crazy show that looks like a movie as well. I was like, the way they shoot these things and the budget they put in, it's like dripping off these trailers. I'm like, oh yeah. I was like, they, I was like, this is not a classic, like, we're just throwing it on TV kind of deal. Did you get that vibe? I, I didn't quite understand the trailer whatsoever. Yeah, it's all right. Don't worry and, about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Wilson, man, that nose has made him some money, but man. I did not realize how bad it was. (laughs) Yeah, I thought there was a story about that where he said he got that injury and he said, like, they said they could fix it. And he was like, no, don't, because, like, it's part of me. It's, like, part of, like, who I am makes me unique. And I was like, oh, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, fine. No, I mean, it's not like he's a bad-looking guy even with it. I just, I really noticed it in this one with the short hair. I'm so used to the long, shaggy blonde. But Oh, totally, um, yeah. It's like somebody's no. going around the Marvel campus, like with a like just buzzing long people's hair, like Sebastian Stan and Owen Wilson. Like, come here, come here. I'm gonna buzz your hair. I'm gonna buzz it right down. And you're like, oh, come on, man. Like, don't take off their long, luscious locks. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm really excited about this one, man. Tom Hiddleston looks like he's having a ball. Uh, there's just something uh, about it. Uh, and I was watching. Yeah. Huh? Loki lends himself well to some cool zany stories. Yeah. Um, which so this one is probably the one I'm most excited for, even though until you just kind of described it, I didn't know everything about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm all in. 
I watched a trailer breakdown from uh, somebody I really like and I really want to have on the show. Please, somebody tweeted him. Ryan, please do this. Um, but at Mr. Sunday Movies, he did a trailer breakdown. They talked about that he might actually be playing a bunch of different roles throughout time as Loki, but one of them is D.B. Cooper. And that's where he's wearing the glasses and he's got the suit and stuff at the end on the plane. And he kind of winks at that uh, flight attendant and he jumps off the plane and the Bifrost comes and catches him and takes him away because D.B. Cooper uh, famously like hijacked a plane, got a bunch of money, took off with the plane, jumped out of it and was never seen again. And they're like, what if that was Loki? You know, like what if Loki uh, was D.B. Cooper? And it's like, cool. they could just have like, you can't bring him to do grassy knoll for a lot of reasons, but like they just did that on, um, uh, oh my gosh, the Umbrella Academy. They're not going to make like, <laughs> they're going to be like, Ed Loki maybe also sh- shot JFK. It'd be like, no, you can't make Loki be like every kind of who di- done it type of thing. But I think there's a lot of things <laughs> in, I wonder if he's kind of messed with time and the agency's like, hey man, like to get, you know, your freedom, you're going to have to do some jobs for us, which means we're going to send you back and correct some mistakes in the past. And he's like, I'll get right on that. And it's like, hmm, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's, I just, I love Tom Hiddleston being back, man. I think people wanted Loki for a long time. And uh, it's just the show's title. It didn't make sense to me how it looked all like a hodgepodge. Cause like, we're kind of, we're fixated on graphics, Joe. But like, remember it was like, it looked at, it was like, why does this look so weird? It looks so odd. Like every shape for each letter was off. But then in the trailer, you kind of see it. Like they're switching through all of them. Like he's going maybe throughout time or space or something. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. Like that's the reason it's like. He's there, yeah. but he's transcending um, space and time. But yeah, I don't know. I think it looks like a lot of fun. It looks like it's just going to be a good, just a good time. Uh, I kind of wish Taika Waititi, I wonder if he'll be involved in it in any way or if he is, but like, that's another, that's a show I could see him being like, yeah, let's do some jokes. Um, especially like that. It's <laughs> like that Asgardian like club that maybe like everybody worships the, the Asgardians and like, they all kind of turn on Loki at the last second. Like he's kind of got like an, like he, he's like, look at my cool club of dudes. And it's like, maybe they're bad guys or they turn on him. I don't know. It just looks like it's gonna be wacky. Looking forward to it. Uh, this next one I have, we have a friend, we have a mutual friend, Sarah, who's never going to see this. Um, she loves this character. Uh, and I think a lot of people enjoy this character, but it's she Hulk getting a Disney plus series. I think we've heard about this a few times, but uh, finally coming to, uh, to Disney plus, was a character that broke the fourth wall, I think, before Deadpool did, which means that in the comics, uh, she would actually look at the reader and address things, and be like, yeah, I'm in a comic book, and you're reading one. Isn't that great? Uh, but she also has the 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 powers of the Hulk. She's the cousin of a good old-fashioned uh, Bruce Banner, and uh, she actually has control over her ability, and she's always in her Hulk form, but she's a lawyer, and she deals with superhero or supervillain cases in a courtroom. That's the show. Like, uh, oh, Joe, over. No, Joe, okay, here's the thing that could be cool. Mark Ruffalo coming back as Bruce Banner, a.k.a. maybe the Hulk, and then Tim Roth. Doesn't matter, the Hulk's ruined. Tim Roth. Well, ruined. What, maybe ruined. they got to get some redemption for him. Like, Tim Roth is Abomination, which is crazy because it's, like, one of the... They probably acknowledged it in the past, but, like, they have. But, like, him coming back, I'm like, oh, I wonder if he'll be on trial or I wonder if he's going to be helping her with something. The thing that could be the most interesting is the same thing people talked about in Spider-Man 3, possibly, is that our boy, I keep saying this, Charlie Cox, a.k.a. Uh, Daredevil, could potentially be someone she faces off against in the courtroom. Wouldn't that be great if he came in as, like, one of the lawyers that she had to, like, she was a prosecutor and he was acting as, like, the defendant's lawyer? That'd be such a great way to like weave him back in, at least Daredevil back like Matt Murdock comes in. Like cool. 
That yeah. could be cool. Um, yeah. I'll give it that. I'm really interested to see this show because, like I said, it's fourth wall. She's constantly hulked, but she's always in control, typically. I'm just, I'm curious. Like, it's it seems like such a weird show, right? Like, to do, you're like, it's a courtroom drama, but she's, like, a superhero. And, and, like, I don't know. We'll see how, it might be very comical. It could be very dramatic. It could be a bit of both. I'm very interested to see how they do this, because I think it would be hard I guess to that's do. the only thing that interests me is how are they going to do it? Yeah. What's the vibe going to be like? But totally. I don't know. I'm so let down with the Hulk as a character, and how are they going to do She-Hulk any better? And yeah is that because of the infinity war endgame stuff mostly yeah sure i mean they turned hulk well yeah that and ragnarok i mean they turned hulk into kind of a uh a plaything toy like to not be taken seriously anymore yeah whereas like in avengers it's like that's the thing about me i'm always angry and he just freaking goes oh i wanted that moment in the last film and and instead it's just I'm super smart now and I eat tacos and I wear a tie. <laughs> I'm like, hey, Marvel, good job. Yeah. Matt. I do miss when Hulk, like in the first Avengers, like people were scared of him. Like Black Widow was terrified. Like everyone was scared anytime he did anything because people were like, is he going to lose it? Is he going to kill all of us right now? Like, because you're like, oh, he can fight yeah. Thor one on one. He could kill all of us. Like if he, and we're in a helicarrier, seems like a really good idea. <laughs> it's like, yeah. ah, that first Avengers is crazy. Uh, this, speaking of original Avengers, Jeremy Renner coming back in the Hawkeye series. I kind of mentioned it before with that new, potentially kind of new age Black Widow, like his her sister from the Black Room, or Red Room, I should say. However, the one thing I'm most excited about, because I've become a fan of her more recently, because I finally found a bunch of her movies, Haley Steinfeld is going to be playing uh, Kate Bishop, who actually also just got introduced in the Marvel's Avengers video game, but she'll be playing kind of Hawkeye's understudy in this world of espionage and or shooting arrows. I'm sure it'll be a bit of both, but... I like Haley Seinfeld. People might know her from Bumblebee, Edge of Seventeen. Was that the name of the movie? It's good with Woody Harrelson. Check it out. Uh, but anyway, I'm looking forward to this. I think it's pretty cool. I'm glad that Jeremy Renner's back in here, uh, and I, I'm interested to see this one again. This is another one of those that like falls in line with. It's not going to be as high flying, obviously, wink, wink, as like Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But I also think it lends itself to. An interesting vibe. Um, I think they probably won't do the same as like the Arrow TV series, but I think they'll it'll have more of a budget and they'll be doing some crazier things. But it's another one of those like, this is why you have Disney Plus because they can you know drop this you know, you know at, on some kind of random time you know a few months after the last Marvel thing or Star Wars thing. It's just kind of you're kind of yeah. planting the seeds and you know. Haley Steinfeld in there, huh? That would be cool. I actually so I watched the trailer for Hawkeye and. This one actually seems kind of a mysterious thriller esque. I'm yeah. actually pretty enticed by it. Um, it almost has a much more. I don't know. Like I, I get a very, I get a much more adult vibe from it, sure. which I kind of dig. And I think Jeremy Renner, Renner, in that kind of vibe, and and obviously in his role as Hawkeye, I think this will. To not over, I mean, I'm overusing the word vibe, but I think it's going to vibe out pretty well. Yeah. Drive. I like it. Well, I also like the fact that we have him coming back and we know he's a parent now. And then to, for him to be a mentor is kind of an interesting idea, I think. And this is kind of, I think a lot of it's drawing inspiration, even the title from uh, like the, the font from My Life is a Weapon with these two. Uh, I think anyway, it just looks 
interesting and i think jeremy renner especially Haley seinfeld i think that'll be a fun um connection but yeah. the trailer a lot of it's like his legacy and just showing clips from older films so and showing some of that I new kind that, of yeah. black widow i don't know we'll see i still think it'll be kind of cool and i really think this might be kind of alluding to if not a film maybe a tv series for the young avengers uh with you know everybody's successor kind of coming to the fold um and kate bishop being hawkeyes so I really oh, think that's probably going to yeah. happen, uh, which leads so me. Who, who's the new Black Widow? Uh, she is. Oh, I don't know her name, but she's. Um, I feel bad. She is. Remember the trailer? We, we see her in the trailer for Black Widow, the film coming up. She used to. She was like in the red room with Natasha. She's another assassin lady mm-hmm. from Black Widow's past. Probably will be the new Black Widow to some extent. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll see. That movie that's coming out or that's been coming out for <laughs> yep six, seven months. It's been coming out forever since we were born. They're like Black Widow. It'll be your birthright. Um, the one other thing I do want to talk about here too, and I'm trying to find the actual like shot of it. I can't find it. Iron Heart. They talked about uh, kind of like an Iron Man. Um, I don't know if it's gonna be a series or a, like what it's going to be exactly, but um, like a Tony Stark successor. All this stuff to me, and I don't know if that's a film or if it's a TV series itself, that all lends credence to the whole, like, for me idea that it's going to be um, a new Avengers lead up. Um, oh, sorry. This is a Disney Plus series. Thank you. Thank you, Movie Web. Um, but uh, yeah, this is a character that they introduced pretty recently, uh, along with Kamala Khan that got um, introduced really recently. I'm not surprised. Um, they, they've kind of, they've gone for a lot of the bigger stuff from the past. Um, you know, already for the films. I think if you're going to do some of these newer, especially younger um, individuals, you put them on the, the Disney Plus series, get them their own series, and then that works out together. Yeah. You either group them together for a series that's like the Defenders again, or you do, you know, the big one, which is like a film for them. Uh, but yeah, Ironheart could be interesting. New Iron Man stuff. I mean, I'm always excited for Iron Man stuff. Uh, never enough Iron Man tech. Uh, but yeah, we'll see about that. Joe, how do you feel about it? Uh, yeah, I mean, Iron Man is what kicked it all off. Uh, I'm down for anything else that uh, has any resemblance to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing that's coming in Disney Plus series, Armor Wars. Uh, it's an old um, comic that uh, was based on, like, what if a bunch of villains or people stole a bunch of Tony Stark's tech and then they had a big fight about it. Uh, and obviously... Uh, you can't have Robert Downey Jr. to come back for this, but uh, Don Cheadle. War machine. Exactly. So you bring in Don Cheadle, and you're like, you got to clean up your buddy's messes, even after he's dead. Um, it's like, come on, Tony. Like Tony's causing all these problems, but uh, would have been kind of cool, I think, to have that as the thing before uh, the passing of Iron Man. But at the same time, it's okay. Uh, I just, I would love to just how pissed Tony would be. He'd be like, that's my tech. That's my tech. <laughs> like, sorry, <laughs> Tony, got to rip them apart. Um, also, people are kind of suggesting Sam Rockwell returning as Justin Hammer. If you guys remember from Iron Man 2, he was kind of a competitor sure. uh, for Hammer Tech. Wouldn't be surprised to see that. A lot of people like him. Very um, cult villain following there. But uh, yeah, that'll be another, again, another Disney Plus series. A lot of Disney Plus series, as you guys could probably hear uh, hear me saying here, which is not surprising. Joe, Armor Wars. Uh, higher, lower than Ironheart. Same ballpark higher higher okay yeah i think that one could be chaotic and action-packed for sure yeah plus i like war machine Mm -hmm. don Cheadle's fine and all but like war machine like that that iron man suit is 
pretty dope. <laughs> yep. You guys, if you're listening to this, you can't see this, but I got a little picture of War Machine over here. I love him. Uh, War All right. I love War Machine. War, uh, just It's just so cool. Um, <laughs> it's like one of the coolest things about Iron Man 2. Of course, the, the ex-wife or whatever is not that missile that Justin Hammer. How does he make, how does the Hammer Tech make a poor missile like that? That's their business's weapons. Anyway, <laughs> they got that minigun. They got that minigun. Uh, they, uh, quick check-in on Blade. Blade's still coming along. Didn't have much to say besides that. That's okay. I still really think we're going to get some vampires in that multiverse of madness, that Doctor Strange 2. I'm just telling you right now, I really think it's going to yeah, happen. With Blade, yeah. Uh, yeah, Thor 11 Thunder, still moving along. Uh, <laughs> it's like they have to kind of check it and be like, yeah, it's still happening. This one's kind of interesting. Apparently Christian Bale is playing... Yes, they confirmed that he would be playing um, Gore the God Butcher. Yeah, cool. Which, okay. I love the name. <laughs> it's cool. Gore is cool. The only thing I'm nervous about, and again, Taika, you're probably never going to see this, but if you do, and this is not on you, man, maybe, I don't know. It's the same group that was behind the scenes for Thor Ragnarok. A lot of people Uh-oh. like that. But my, my, my fear with that is that, like, Gore the God Butcher might be a joke. And not that Hela was a joke, but she was, I feel like sh- she was not the same presence... You know, she wasn't like that. Like when they were like, the goddess of death is going to be here in this movie. She's the main antagonist. I was like, the goddess of death. Like, I was like, whoa, I thought they were going to tie it into Thanos. I thought that was going to be like his love interest, like kind of the comic sort of. I thought that's what they were going to do. And I was like, this is going to she's going to show up in freaking Infinity War. And then it was like a one and done. And I just really like Kate Blanchett. So. Will they do that again here? I don't know. There's a lot going on, so it's going to probably be Natalie Portman with fighting. With a title like that? With a title like that? Gore the bo- the God Butcher? I mean, come on! I know, but the title of this movie is called Thor Love and Thunder, and the last one is called Thor Ragnarok, and Surtur was in the background for most of that movie. Like, <laughs> So it's like, I'm just saying, as excited as I am that Christian Bale's going to be in this, and he's not going to be Beta Ray Bill, which is fine. Uh... I, I just I'm I'm curious to see how he looks first. You know, I'm just going to I'm going to reserve that judgment until we see the trailer because I don't know. Maybe it'll be my favorite Marvel movie of all time. Also, it sounds like Chris Pratt might be in this a little bit as well uh, as Star-Lord because they're kind of, you know, they're doing the whole like Thor and Guardians kind of intermixing thing a little bit. We'll see. Mm. Joe, how do we feel about this one? Thor Love and Thunder. Now that we know that Christian Bale's in here. Who's the director again, though? That's Psycho Watiti. He's back. Yeah. Uh, 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 I don't want to see another Ragnarok. Yeah, that's I guess that's my my fear too. I again, I don't think Ragnarok is bad. I really don't. I enjoy it. I just it, it was very different than what I thought it was going to be, and that's okay. Uh, and I know that a lot of there's not a lot of defenders for Thor: The Dark World. <laughs> it's not a. I understand that people don't like that movie. Very integral film though. They talked about it a lot in Endgame. They're like, did you see the, did you see Thor: The Dark World? It had one of those Infinity Stones in it. It was more like a liquid. It's more like a liquid. Don't worry about it. It's a stone. Um, anyway, so they're working on that. I'm. I. I'll see it. You know, I'll see it either way because Marvel's got me. Uh, this one is really interesting to me. Disney Plus series uh, again, Secret Invasion, uh, which normally in the past, Joe is like, what if the Skrulls infiltrated Earth and took over a lot of key points on the planet? You know, you have someone who's like a. a a state senator and like, you know, Captain America and like all these people who are Skrulls. The problem is the Skrulls have been kind of made the good guys um, from Captain Marvel and stuff. So I don't really know how you do this, but Samuel Jackson's going to be in this show. I don't know. I don't know about the show. 
know, the scrolls are a little weird, but whatever. I just want my super scrolls, Joe. And now because okay, that's that's gonna lead right into this next thing that I want to talk about. But that's Fantastic Four. I just want my super scroll. I want a super scroll that's got all the powers of the Fantastic Four and then eventually the X Men. We got Clert and Ruled, and just I'm just saying that's what I want. I want to see some super scroll action. Um, which I think so, they said the biggest announcement that came out of all the stuff was Fantastic Four movie. I'm not really surprised. I thought we all knew that was coming. But anyway, they've confirmed it. Kevin Feige's like, yeah, we're making Fantastic Four. And I was like, you bet you are. Like, <laughs> you gotta, baby. You gotta get Doctor Doom in there, baby. Um, I don't know. I'm excited about this. I still wonder who the cast is going to be. Is it John Krasinski and Emily Blunt? I'd be cool with that um, as uh, Mr. and Mrs. Fantastic. Oh. I can yeah. totally see that, you know? Uh, what do you think, Joe? Oh, well, I agree with that, but uh, sure. Fantastic Four, I mean, at this point, it's hard to get too amped about it because it's been done enough times and I've been let down enough times. Yeah, so um, it's been done like, there's there's four films, I think, out on it. The two that we grew up with, and there was that last one that came out recently, and then there's one back in like the 80s or 90s, while sure. ago, while ago. Yeah, and uh, Michael B. Jordan was in the one. I've never seen it, and um uh, Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it twice. Um... Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm interested because Fantastic Four is like the founding Marvel family, uh, and I think they could really do it justice. And I'm if they would have had a chance to have the whole Marvel pantheon at the beginning of the MCU, I really think the Fantastic Four would have been there early. So You're we'll see. Right. We'll see. Uh, and you know what? I like those two Fantastic Four movies that were like in the early 2000s. I thought they were pretty fun. I enjoyed right. them for what they were. It's where Chris Evans got his start. Will we ever get a moment where Captain America meets the Human Torch and he's like, "Hey, wait a second, don't I know you?" Like, be like, <laughs> like, no. What if Chris Evans was just angling for this and he's like, "I could be Human Torch again." It's uh, like, who so played the Invisible Woman back then? Oh, uh, Jessica. Alba. Oh, Jessica Alba. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which seems like a cry in shame because it's like I don't know. I had a really big crush on Jessica Alba back in the day, and I was well, like, "Well, so did every guy our age." So. But, like. And I get the whole, like, the joke in that movie was, like, how many times can we get her to completely undress and be invisible? And then she, like, loses her abilities with her powers. And it's like, oh, my gosh, it's Jessica Alba naked in public. I just always thought when they cast her for that, I was like, why would you take the most beautiful woman on the planet to young Jimmy and make her invisible? I'm like, that seems like a crime (laughs) against nature. Um, Man, uh, I like the casting for those films. Michael Chiklis, dude, uh, he was a great, he was a great thing. I like. I like Thing. I want he Thing. Was. Yeah, true. I want Thing and Hulk to have the, they have such a rivalry in the comics. I really want that. To just like every time Hulk sees Thing, it's like it's a punch up. He's like, I'm gonna beat you up. <laughs> it's like okay. Um, anyway, I'm really excited about that. I would not be surprised at all to see Doctor Doom be the main antagonist for this, or be one of like the seeds be planted for him to be a major sure. villain. Slash Which good guy. the casting for him back in the day was great too. Oh, remember that? God, it I was uh, he's so good. Nip and Tuck, Nip Tuck, yeah, Nip Tuck. Uh, you play Christian and Nip Nip Tuck. What's his real name? Cole. Julian McKinnon. Yeah, Julian. He, he was Cole on Charmed, and I loved him. He yeah. was that was great because like one of them had like a demon boyfriend, the other one had like an angelic boyfriend. It was like, hey, dude, we're in the same family kind of but i'm watching you yeah you know i hate to admit but i did watch that show back then a little bit when i was a teenager and i remember i thought it was so cool that he was like he was basically like darth maul in his demon form dude yeah he was it was cool and he would just show up out of the ground yeah he would just like fire up and he's like whoa hi he's like hey how's it going um (laughs) i think he dated phoebe anyway i'm really excited i think it'll be good i know what you mean uh i think 
there's some old school fans of Fantastic Four who are super excited about this. Some other people were kind of like you where they're like, I'm kind of burned out on Fantastic Four. Uh, like, I really, you're going to have to really wow me with this. So I'm really curious. Uh, I'm really curious. They know that. Yeah, they need to go all out. I think this movie is going to have a really good budget. I think the casting, they're going to like really, not that they don't do this with all their films, but I think they really are going to you know, nail that group of four people and be like, this is, we need to make sure you guys have the energy and the charisma and the banter back and forth because you guys are our fantastic four and we're going to use you in like 10 movies. So we're going to make sure you work. Um, So I'm looking forward to that. I think it'll be interesting. I think it'll be pretty cool. Uh, A few more updates and then we'll wrap it up here. Uh, Another Disney plus series, Joe, the one we've been talking about for a while, a little touch base on moon Knight. Uh, which will probably be most likely starring Oscar Isaac, who you guys know as Poe Dameron. Also, maybe as Apocalypse from X-Men Apocalypse and other things. Um, he was in Ex Machina. He's he's in a bunch of stuff. But uh, that show is one I can't wait to see more of, too. Uh-oh. It's cat sighting. People are going to love this. The internet loves cats. There's the cat. Okay. Enough of that. Ask her any question you'd like. Uh, so what is it like to be inferior to dogs and every other species? <laughs> <laughs> I got her. Uh, she got declined you. the comment. She declined the comment. But Moon Knight, uh, I'm still looking forward to this, man. I think this is going to be a weird show, but uh, I'm looking I'm looking forward to it. We've talked about it a little bit, but Joe, do you remember a lot about Moon Knight? Not a thing. It's Batman. If Batman got a bunch of like weird Egyptian spirits inside of him and he was kind of crazy. This is a female character? It's a guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, was, Wait, what? Is he in Smallville? Does he have the gold mask on? No, he's not in Smallville. This is, this is uh, no, this is Marvel. It's not DC. The, don't compare it to Batman. <laughs> yeah, but he's, me like, up. he's like Batman. He's like a detective, kind of, but he's got superpowers, kind of. Uh, and then he's <laughs> crazy on top of it? Okay, yeah. I mean, it could be cool. I'm probably completely butchering this. Um, oh, that's why you asked me if it was a woman because I was like, "Why did? You, how did you get the lady out of this?" Um, uh, uh, yeah, it'll be weird. But Oscar Isaac, I really like him, and I'm very curious to see. Uh, it's it's kind of like Legion. Remember Legion, Joe? It was that show? It was like Professor X's kid, and he every time he like killed somebody or somebody died nearby him, he like absorbed their psyche, kind of that thing. That's what I'm getting the vibe of. Like he's gonna have multiple voices in his head. They're talking to him. He's like, "Everybody, shut oh, up! Okay. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up!" Um, Who's Oscar Isaac again now, though? Poe Dameron. Remember that? Really, movie? him? Yeah, that's what we talked about. Wow. He's, he's the leader of the the uh, Black Squadron or whatnot. Yeah, I like Poe. Oh. I like Poe right. Dameron. Uh, last thing I want to touch on here: the What If series animated, uh, which is a bunch of the um, former um, Marvel cast are reprising their roles. Seems like just about everybody. I think it's the last performance of Chadwick Boseman um, actually playing Black Panther because they recorded it so long ago. But it's a what if series like, for instance, what if a zombie virus broke out and Captain America became a zombie and like a bunch of characters became zombies? That's one episode. What if uh, Peggy Carter got the super soldier serum and she was Captain Britain instead of Captain America? And Steve Rogers was like her weakling little boyfriend. It's great. Um, It's just like they call it. What if? Uh, So they can really do whatever they want with it. Like, what if Thanos really won? And it's just a whole episode about him. You know, out on his little farm collecting weird fruits. Like, he's just like, ah, yes, a grateful galaxy um, or grateful universe. He's like, I, I did it. Um, but yeah, any interest in that show? Yeah, I think that one, Twisty Turny, very interesting. Yeah. I like that. And that, I feel like that's going to be really episodic. I doubt any of it's going to tie into the next ones. Um, but yeah. those are the biggest ones. There's like an I Am Groot thing, there's like Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. 
stuff right, i'm not gonna right. i'm will like i'm sure it's fine i'm not gonna say it's bad i'm you can be excited about it if you want to be but at the same time i feel like we've we've gone over a lot of this stuff and we've exhausted many things <laughs> joe out of all the stuff i talked about star wars and marvel what's the thing you're most excited about if you can have it tomorrow ah or tonight i'm smacking <laughs> my elbow on things because i can mm-hmm the Obi-Wan Kenobi series with Darth Vader, uh, Anakin in his early days. Um, yeah, that one for sure. Good pick. Good pick. Um, but if you split them up and you, I would still say that. But then as far as the Marvel, Marvel items go, believe it or not, I'm interested in the Hawkeye one. Oh, cool. Okay, dude, that's a, I would love to watch that show with you because I think it'd just be, it'd just be fun. It'd just be like, oh, look at, they're yeah. shooting arrows. Aren't they good at it? Um, Part of me just liked the trailer. I don't know why. It yeah. kind of reminded me of like, uh, a Liam Neeson movie. Yeah, I, I want more though that isn't from like his past because maybe I watched a different one than you, but it looked like a lot of just like shots from like Age of Ultron, and I was like, well, yeah. I saw some stuff with him on like a uh, Indian reservation and okay. like yeah, yeah. hunting and camo and this and that, oh, and cool. like he kills a skimwalker. It looked like, but I didn't quite understand that part. I, I don't know. A Either way, it looked kind of interesting. A what? A skinwalker? Uh, like a person who is in the form of like a wolf or like a, a coyote, yeah. okay, Crazy. something like that. Yeah, I don't know what exactly happened there. It's kind of broken up and and uh, uh, pieced out. I, I couldn't quite understand it all, but it just had. I'm all about the vibes, man. It had good vibes. Um, is there any chance course, it was fan made and it was from another movie? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's like take that piece uh, they maybe, put it in there. I don't know. Maybe I was watching the wrong thing. But anywho, um, yeah, maybe I was watching the wrong thing and I'm just hyped about it for no reason. I don't, I'm not <laughs> saying that's not the case. I'm just saying I've been duped in the past. Maybe that's exactly what it is. I just like people have gotten so good about taking moments from other movies and throwing them in. I'm yeah. like, oh man, it's a sequel. And it's like they use these clips from three other films. And I'm like, why is he always with a sword? Or like there's always like a character like, why did you typecast bow guy? Like, always uh, using a bow. Um, yeah. But either way, I, I'm with you, man. Um, I think for Star Wars, of course, it had Johnny Cash playing in the background, dude. Yeah, um, I are you confirming or is that the confirmation that it wasn't that one or maybe it was that one? If it's Johnny Cash, we it was like those that Logan trailer and I was like, oh, it's such a perfect song. Yes, yeah. or um, yeah, it was way down we go. That song that they were playing all the time um, from that one band who's uh, Kaleo. Uh, they played that a lot. This was I killed myself today. I don't. I didn't see that trailer, so maybe that's okay. Never mind. Maybe was <laughs> Joe's like, I yeah. love it. It's like Logan, but for Hawkeye, dude. And it still could be that. Who knows? Um, but I think for me, Star Wars side, I, it's hard not to say the Obi Wan thing, even though the squad, Rogue Squadron, and Andor are really appealing to me. If I get any oh, Vader sure. though, uh, that'll immediately put it at the top of my list. Especially if we get those flashbacks. Oh my gosh, Hayden Christensen. Not that he needs redemption, but like, how cool is it that they got him like back for this? It's like, yes. yeah. And I don't think Hayden Christensen was bad. It was more so oh. how they wrote that story and like oh, the awkwardness so of some of it. Like, yeah, it didn't seem plausible. But anyway, yeah, yeah. What was the one where we were going to see Sith history two hundred years ago? Ooh, acolyte, the acolyte. Okay, I don't know. That one's kind of teetering at the top too. So we gotta see, depending on what I hear about it, mm. we should have like separate categories for like trailers we saw and like just pitches we heard. Because I feel like a lot of these are just pitches. They're like it's one paragraph. It's like sounds pretty good, right? And it's like <laughs> it does. And they're like, all right, make it. And they're like, if it doesn't sound good, if people aren't talking, tweeting about it, I'm done. Uh, 
Yeah, but for uh, the Marvel side, Loki, I think it's just going to be weird. Uh, and there's been a lot of weird um, superhero shows out recently, but this is very much in the, the vein of Umbrella Academy and Legion. And I'm not the biggest fan of those shows. I enjoy them. But I just Tom Hiddleston, he just looks like he's having so much fun. And Umbrella Academy, man. I tried watching that. That is so slow. Oh, really? Okay, it picks up. The first season a little slower. The second, it's the show is nuts. It's a crazy show. The second season, especially, you're like, like it's yeah, it's a okay. lot. Going I gotta on. pick it back up. That's on Amazon Prime, right? That's a Netflix original. <laughs> oh, it is. Okay, that's okay. Yeah, just so you know. Hey, it's hard. They all run together in my brain. If someone's like, "Hey, you should watch The Boys," I'm like, "That's on Amazon, right?" Um, it's like, yes, <laughs> yes, it is. Um, but yeah, I think that Loki one uh, is pretty interesting. It's not on Disney Plus, I'll tell you. That. I, oh my gosh, no! I think about that sometimes. <laughs> with some of these, I'm like, they gotta be kind of bloodless. Like they can only go so far. Uh, I just watched Mulan the other night on there, and I was like, "This is about as far as they can go on Disney Plus." Besides, like some of the Simpsons episodes, but uh, just keep that in mind. Anyway, I'm honestly really curious uh, for people who are listening to this um, or just watching on YouTube. Please comment down below, or tweet at us, or send it to um, our Gmail, GoCriticalReviews at gmail.com. I want to know what thing you're the most excited about uh, on Star Wars or Marvel side. Tell me why. Um, uh, tell me why. Uh, I, I just want to know. I just, I'm just i curious what people are excited about. I think this is a lot of cool news and especially kind of gives people such as myself and maybe Joe, like people who, maybe the ones who put in the three years at the beginning for Disney Plus or bought another year recently of Disney Plus besides The Mandalorian and some of the other cool shows that are on there like The Imagineering Story, it's giving you more bang for your buck. And I think it's also going up a dollar if you didn't pre-buy for the year, it's going up to like $7.99 from $6.99. We will see that yeah. steadily climb as more of the stuff gets kind of like, as they're dropping it frequently, I think. <laughs> I'll just be like, every the other The only month, thing you know. keeping me on Disney Plus is uh, the Star Wars stuff yeah. right now. Yeah, and um, that's mostly Mandalorian. I think in this first year, that's primarily been that and Clone Wars, you know? Yeah, you know? Yeah, um, there's no other reason for me. I mean, I like looking at some of the Animal Kingdom stuff and the behind uh, the scenes of that. Um, there's some that Geo stuff on there I haven't delved into, which I'm sure I would enjoy. But overall, yeah, I mean, otherwise I would have no reason to keep it. The fact that it bundles with Hulu because they own Fox now is convenient. Yeah. So luckily I, you know, if Mando didn't exist, I, I wouldn't be as motivated to go and cancel my subscription because yeah. it's bundled and I'm not paying a significant amount so it's okay but yeah i agree it's weird to see yeah. anastasia uh the animated film on disney plus i like looked at it i'm like oh my gosh are you kidding because for like a while that one would crop up as like one of the greatest non-disney animated films but now under technicality it is a disney animated film and i'm like like well, i can't even Check it out, guys. Put it out? Fox did? I believe it was Fox. I could be way off on that. Uh, great oh. movie. Some great voice acting. Uh, check it out. Have you heard? There's a rumor in St. Petersburg. I have. It's got Kelsey Grammer in it. Anyway, um, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, the streaming stuff. <laughs> I, I think it's interesting. Uh, it's crazy because, like I said, they're... Uh, oh, by the way, you brought up Animal Kingdom. Everybody should watch Disney's Animal Kingdom. It's a great show. There's eight episodes of it. It's fascinating. It's a lot about it's a lot about reproduction, and we gotta get them to have kids. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's well, a lot or, I think even more than that, it's like maintenance, and they're like, "All right, we gotta check out this crocodile got hurt, and we have to show how we get a crocodile into a pen, and how we check it out and make sure its tail is okay." And I'm like, "Some of that stuff is pretty cool, and the, oh, that so stuff cool. behind the scenes." Yeah. Um, 
It's some amazing. of them get into like, oh, the vultures laid an egg, and we got to try and make it. You know, it's, and then the the little pigs. Oh, we hope they reproduce. And Joe's like, like these okay, endangered species it. can get right out of this park. I'm sick of them always trying to procreate. <laughs> if I can't eat them, I don't want them. It. There's a lot of focus on it. I'm like, okay. Um, it, but it is interesting, like that one elephant that just will not cross the concrete bridge to the other pen. It's like. Interesting. Yeah, I was just trying to imagine, like, you're like, all right, we have an elephant that won't come out, um, you know, on stage here, as it were. And we're like, just, it just doesn't, doesn't like it. You can't go out there and be like, push it forward. It's not like a dog or a cat that you could maybe pick up and be like, come on in. It's like, it's not going to do it. It'll kill us. Boys, go get the bulldozer. (laughs) No, the the big one. The the, big one. I just, it's amazing how well they've trained these things. Obviously, it's a lot of food motivation, but it's like, put your hand, like, put your leg up and it's like, moves up like the, the correct leg. And I'm like, how do you? How long did you? How much training did you have to do? It's just like, oh gosh. Anyway, um, but yeah, I'm curious to know if people. Also, there might be people out there who are like, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Star Wars, and I'm not doing any more Disney Plus until they get all this Marvel stuff on there. Which uh, in this first year, we didn't get. I didn't get pushed back. I can't remember if WandaVision got pushed back because of the pandemic, or if it was always going to come out in January. I don't recall. There's a good chance that it all got pushed back. So, yeah, I don't know. Black Widow should have been out by now, and that's. It wasn't, and maybe that's all part of the domino effect. I don't understand. Anyway, I'm excited about it, but I'm a huge Disney, Star Wars, Marvel guy. As you can probably tell, um, <laughs> look at the shirt I'm wearing. Uh, if, you, if you're only listening to this, just imagine it says Space Mountain, because it does. Uh, but, I, yeah, I'm looking forward to all this stuff. I think it's really cool, and I'll probably partake in most all of it. Uh, some Same. of the stuff. Um, I'll probably miss. Oh, there's also a bunch of um, Pixar and Disney Animation Studios related news. We're not going to really dive into it today. If you guys want us to go back, we can. One of those things being the real life story, quote unquote, of the actual Buzz Lightyear in the Toy Stories mythos. But he's going to be voiced by Chris Evans and not Tim Allen. And it's like Buzz Lightyear was an actual pilot or like astronaut. And that's what they I was like, huh, this is such a strange like I get it. I never thought of Buzz Lightyear being like an actual like a person like all right that was like i'm looking like, forward to that are we talking like live action like live well, it's not it's cg it's still like that but it's like if buzz lightyear was a real astronaut and then they made toys of him and they're like oh this is buzz oh. lightyear of star command and it's like but buzz whatever his real name is kind of um that's you know. crazy yeah i was like this is gonna get really crazy really quickly because woody was like a toy on a show but i don't they could be like what he was based on a john wayne type from an old tv series or spaghetti western or something i'd be like we're going down the pixar rabbit hole baby like i'm all for it i'm interested to see where they go with it but chris evans coming to play young i was like tim allen i wonder if they ever asked him if they're like no we're not you're not gonna be the voice i don't know super interested very curious and that raya like a dragon that's gonna be good too disney animation studios man they're killing it lately i um i'm really interested to see all that stuff anyway um Oh, by the way, that reminds me, uh, public service announcement. Soul will be releasing Christmas Day uh, for everybody on Disney+, and Wonder Woman 1984 will be releasing for everybody on Christmas Day on HBO Max. A lot of stuff's coming out. Uh, That's why I start my free trial. Yeah, start free trial. <laughs> and do not get confused. I had somebody ask me this, um, but HBO Max, that trailer they showed for all those films, those are not all releasing on Christmas. Uh, a lot of people thought maybe like Matrix 4 was coming out like... <laughs> in like a week or two as of this recording <laughs> i was like no 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 no. um hbo max they're smart they're releasing these like one a month kind of thing uh and matrix 4 will be on hbo max next december 
So I was like, that'd be amazing if they dropped this. We hadn't even seen a trailer or something. They're just like Matrix Four. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> um, which again, I I I do want to see that one in the theaters. But Wonder Woman is the same thing. I wish I could see 1984 in a theater, but I'm probably just gonna watch it on the old and buy new TV over here. Anyway. Joe, thank you. That was fun to talk about. Uh, it's time to wrap up this show with a quick little segment that I like to call, that you like to call, that we like to call... Time Killers? That's right. It's time for Time Killers. Games we've been playing, movies we've watched, TV shows we've been viewing, and I'm going to take the lead here, Joe, because I've already dumped more than a day of my life into this thing. Um, it's it's called Cyberpunk 2077. I still plan on doing a review of this, potentially at some point. I like it. It has issues, but I still like it on Series X, uh, so I haven't had as many issues as some have had. Uh, I've had a few crashes, some kind of interesting, funny bugs, but besides that, game's still pretty playable, and because of the Series X, the thing loads up, like, insanely fast. I was talking to Joe about this, but, like, if I turned this Xbox Series X on right now, and I clicked on the game, it would, like, immediately put me back in the game. The quick resume feature on the Series X is, like... It's like what wow. they wanted with Xbox One. Like some of those games had like Rise, Son of Rome. It was like, if you pause the game here and then you come back to it, it'll be like mid sword swing or wherever you stopped it. That's what this is like. And it's like, <laughs> I'm just not used to that at all. Um, and the load wow. times for fast travel are super quick. But yeah, I'm having fun <laughs> with it. And Joe, I know you've been playing it a little bit too. Uh, I have. I've only dumped about maybe 10 hours total in. Okay. Uh, obviously, I got title screen. Uh, and I played probably three hours after that. Um, I like it. I like it. It's got GTA Red Dead vibes, so kind of a Rockstar vibe to yeah. it. But uh, but also it has that red, uh, CD Projekt Red uh, influence that you can tell. You pick up on things similar to The Witcher mm. and all that. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I feel like, yeah, there's quite a bit of freedom in it. Uh, thus far, it seems like a plethora of things to do. Um, and the environment is insane. You know, Night City and everything, plus there's Badlands Beyond. and It's cool. I like it. Um, the only thing that is disheartening is that I know I will eventually maybe not play it as often because I, I'm... You know, I'm hoping. I'm thinking. I'm thinking Red Dead Redemption. That multiplayer is coming in like a couple months, baby. And then I saw a video online where it could be anywhere as long as 2022, and I'm like, what's coming in? Um, so I don't know. And and don't get me wrong. For people that like this type of game, it stands on its own very well. Um, but like, I can sit in party chat with you and Drew, and we're all playing it. Not together but together and were, were you doing this or have you done that what did you think of this but eventually you get to the point where it's just like you're just silence doing your own thing and and i want it to be like guys let's go do this mission um and you can almost kind of ghost recon it but the missions are good and they're very uh diverse you know there's nothing it's not as bland seeming as like red dead redemption 2 Obviously, you're stuck in the Wild West there, so like options are a little limited as opposed to Night City with all the technology in 2077. But uh, excuse me, but uh, yeah, it, it's like I said, stands on its own. It's good. It's good. The issues suck. I mean, yeah, I've had I think four crashes. Okay, maybe five in ten hours. That's not great. Not great. 
Yeah, I can tell it requires a lot yeah. to run. But, uh, and I have the original Xbox One, so um, maybe in like a few months I'll have a new One X or One Series X. Series X? Would you settle for a Series S? Maybe. Okay. I mean, price-wise, yeah, I probably would. I do everything digitally as it is, as sure. long as it's... And it's probably good enough for me. So it wouldn't have enough hard drive space for Call of Duty. Ha ha! I'm just kidding. And uh, it's probably scary. not. Which, by the way, looking forward. Speaking of news, looking forward to the new uh, season one update coming tonight uh, for Warzone and Cold War. I here's one for you guys. I have not even purchased the new Call of Duty Cold War. I did not purchase that game. Um. I didn't feel the need to. I felt like, in my mind, it felt like a step backwards in like quality and graphics, and I really prefer the realism of Modern Warfare. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. A lot could happen tomorrow. I know a new map and stuff like that. That looks like it's going to be like a limited time mode um, for uh, I forget what, what the island's called, but it's going to be the prison island or whatever. And Alcatraz, similar like. Yeah, similar to like what they did in uh, in uh, Blackout, but uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm interested to see the other changes. Obviously, the new guns come into play and all that, and Warzone is free to play, so I didn't feel the need to buy the game itself. Mm-hmm. I did play the beta and stuff, and I just didn't like it. Um, although I lose the chance to level guns quickly. So we'll see what it's all about, but uh, I'm excited for it. Um, I don't think it's going to change how much I play Warzone. I already play it plenty. Um, but Cyberpunk has been a good uh, palate cleanser, I must say. And I'm getting right into my time killers a little bit, but I am uh, still having fun with like you and I playing Battlefront. We played some last night, and that game... Even if it feels a little repetitious, you're doing the same map and you're defending this, and we play a lot of the co-op just because it's fun to like maul people. Um, maul people, nice. I know. <laughs> Everybody got it. It doesn't have to be said. I just um, want to make sure people appreciate it. I do. I do. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but it's just fun, and yeah, you don't have to think too hard, and it's a good time. Um, yeah. So that game's still great. I, I, I hope they bring out another one of similar... Uh, quality if not better but uh one day yeah we'll see uh i'll wrap up here with uh, the time killers i saw mulan i watched last night it's on disney plus now for everybody it's finally free with the disney plus uh, subscription really yeah i thought it was fine um i still enjoyed the animated one the best but that's because i saw it when i was like seven or eight and i i watched it recently i did a commentary on it i really like that film and i understand the changes they made in here this is, I think it's trying to be a little bit more, and I haven't researched the actual story of um, Hua Mulan, but I, I'll i say this much. It seems like it tried to be much more respectful to it, whereas Mulan from the 90s is like, Eddie Murphy's here and he's a dragon, and there's like a lot of jokes about cross-dressing, which is just not going to fly today. I get it. I totally get that. However... Um, the comedy, which they had a few moments that I actually got a good laugh out of, uh, it's just different, you know, this time around. And it's supposed to be a little more uh, respectful um, and it's a little more sullen than that original, or I should say original, but the animated version that I know and enjoy so much. But also keep this in mind when you're watching this, Joe, if you ever watch it, this is, uh, it's very Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon insofar as the action sequences. Only a few people can do this stuff, but there are people who can do things that are completely supernatural 
and you just have to be okay with it. Because, like, not everybody can do it, but some people can. And if you're not ready for it, it can be very jarring. You're like, why is she doing, like, a double backflip 20 feet in the air? And you're like, well, she's got the power of chi. She's got the power of chi. So I might be interested in watching it just to check it out at some point. Yeah, and I might be wrong about this, but the guy who played Mowgli way back in, like, a live-action version of Jungle Book is actually the leader of the Huns, but they're not actually called the Huns in this one. I think they tried not to make it straight-up Mongolian, or maybe this would have been a different group, but... Um, uh, by the way, the armor and stuff, and a lot of the, they put a lot of time into this, regardless of how you feel about it. There's a lot of great costuming and some really cool stuff in there and some cool shots. I was like, wow, this does look good. I just missed the music. Uh, the music was a big part for me and I thought they were going to kind of weave it in more instrumentally. They do once in a while, but if you love those songs, this is not the musical. This is not, they're, they're not singing. The army isn't singing. They're not doing be a man. They're not doing that. Uh, but you do get Donnie Yen. Which show? I know you like Donnie Yen. Uh, he's the you know he's Chirrut from uh, Rogue One. He's like the guy who wants to be a Jedi, but he's oh, not a Jedi. Shit. He's in there. It's really funny because they have like their training for a lot of it. It's like this whole army of people set up watching Donnie Yen doing all this crazy stuff with a sword super fast. And I was like, if I would be there in that army, I'd like raise my hand and I'd be like, "Excuse me, um, I know this is training, uh, but can you slow down? Because I really I can't keep up with your movements." Because he's just like spinning a sword as fast as he can all around his body and i'm like i can't is this training they're all just standing there quietly watching him do this amazing show i'm like what are they learning from this i was like is this is this how they're all supposed to fight (laughs) they just like run up the huns like "Ah, ah, ah." um which would be cool that'd be dope but uh yeah so if you like donnie yen um and some other um pretty prominent chinese actors along with jet lee who's in it i i didn't recognize him at first but he is in this film he doesn't get a lot of play, but he gets just enough. He gets just a little bit in there. Um, so, yeah, check it out. Uh, and also, like I said, you got to lean into the mysticism. Some people can grab a can grab like a like a cape or a piece of fabric and use it as a whip. How does it make sense? Don't worry about it. They just can. Don't you just you just they do it. They can do it. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, check it out. Uh, and actually, I think I'm potentially doing something with another channel about Mulan. So if you want to see me go like really deep dive into this. It's coming up soon. It's not on this channel, though. Or if you're listening to this, it's going to be on a different one. I was invited, Joe. Somebody wants to talk about this with me. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I didn't even pay him. Um, Anyway, we're going to wrap up here, finally, with my favorite segment of the show, community feedback. And questions. And questions. I'm batting it back and forth, because that's what a good host does, Joe. I asked our lovely legionnaires. What they're most excited about, because um, I wanted to see beforehand if people were really losing their minds over all this uh, Star Wars Marvel news. And again, if you if you missed out on that, please post. I really do want to hear. I honestly do. Uh, this one comes in from a guy who you guys might know from Game Sharks, at Lang underscore Corey, or Corey Lang, my buddy. Hi, Corey. 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 Um, I don't know if he's watching this, but he's he's really into Willow. They talked about this as another Disney, like the studio side of it. They're doing a sequel to Willow, 1980s um, fantasy film. Yeah, yeah. Which, Haley talks about that movie now and again. Her yeah. sister's name is Willow. Oh, okay. So I was like, some people, I feel like you either know about Willow or you don't. And if you know about it, you love it. Like, you're like, There's I love There's some line Willow. there where they say, Willow, we, we, Willow. <laughs> it's like really weird. Oh. And Haley jokes about it now and again. Sounds right. Uh, yeah. 
He also said Moon Knight, um, which I'm not surprised about. Corey has talked about. He wants a Moon Knight video game. Like, I want a Ghost Rider video game. He wants it that badly. Uh, uh, Ghost Rider, I'm surprised there's no announcement for I for Dude, listen to me right. Multiverse of Madness has so much potential. Just put him in there as the straight man. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, I just I just think you get Doctor Strange and Ghost Rider in a room. They're detective buddies. Indiana Jones also got an update. And he said Indiana Jones he's excited about. That's the fifth installment. I really wouldn't be surprised to see that one be very similar to Raiders and Last Crusade. That's how Indiana Jones goes. It's like Indiana Jones film. And they kind of like, we're doing something different. Indiana Jones film, we're doing something different. Fantastic Four. And he also said, and Obi-Wan. Uh, Corey, great picks. Uh, all of those are good. I'm sorry I didn't talk a lot about the Disney like animation or Disney like movie studio side of things. But there is so much uh, on that list. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's just too much. Um, so... Yeah, uh, all that stuff and more coming to Disney Plus and to theaters eventually. But oh my goodness, um, if you have a Disney Plus subscription or you're thinking about getting one in the future, that thing will, I think it really will go up um, in price over time. It's already going up a dollar in the first year. But if you are interested in this stuff, um, I don't know if you can really get grandfathered in at a lower price, but if you're kind of like, I would rather wait to watch all this stuff kind of and binge it all. You know, you wait a couple years and you get that free week trial or month trial or whatever it is to Disney Plus and you would have a premium thing to watch every night for a month. Like you would, you would have something just boom, boom, boom. Like if you watched, you know, two or three seasons of The Mandalorian and then you watched Ahsoka and then you watched, you know, Loki and it's just like boom, boom. Like there's a lot. There's a lot coming to Disney Plus. So uh, again, uh, I'm already there. I think Joe might stick around because of some of this stuff maybe maybe you dip in and out i don't know that's what they needed to do to get me to stay right yeah exactly and that's what they obviously that's what they need to do um and that's it's really interesting because it also forces the other streaming services to really kick it up a notch because uh you know this is stuff that's only going to be on disney plus just like hbo max will have stuff that's only on hbo max so netflix and amazon they're all going to start producing even more of their own original content we're going to see a streaming war joe unlike that we've ever seen before because streaming is still kind of new um, <laughs> as of this recording. Anyway, uh, but I appreciate everybody listening to the show. Thank you so much for writing in. Uh, Corey, thank you for writing in. And guys, you can seriously write in anytime on Twitter uh, at GoCritical or at JimmyGood013 um, or at our Gmail, which is just GoCriticalReviews at gmail.com. If you use the hashtag Critical Podcast or just say, this is a question for the podcast, that would be great. I would love to hear from you or mm-hmm. just feedback or comments. However, Joe... Where are you on Twitter? If they want to send something to you, you never know. You never know. It's had to make me look it up, don't you? <laughs> I know what it is. It's at, it's, uh, at Joe Lever underscore six two seven. That's Lever right. just like Beaver only with an L. I pause for that just because I I don't know if you want to say it or not. You don't have to say it. I was just like, no, I'm just gonna... I do. And for those that are new or don't. Yeah, I just I just think it solidifies it, you know. Yeah. Eliminate the typos, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. Not, not like not like lever soap or lever soap. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not double E. It's just like Beaver, only with an L. That's true. Yeah. Also, and I always say this because um, I don't know how many people actually make it to the end of the show, but seriously, it's not that I'm running out of ideas. I just want to hear what you guys want us to talk about because if you guys don't tell me, I will keep making Lord of the Rings things. Like, it will just happen. Like, I'll just keep doing, like, <laughs> just Hobbit stuff 
and random guests and joe and i are just talking about news the show is all over the place joe is what i'm trying to say and i think it's great um that's i, I don't know i like it because it's our show baby it's, it's like, diverse it's diverse you never know what you're gonna get it's like a it's like a chef special you're like chef make me whatever you got and they're like all right i guess Coming it's oh, right up that stuff we we're gonna throw out george grab that it's oju all you're getting is a big glass of oju um no it's <laughs> just drink it it's kind of chunky anyway um if you want to support us consider uh checking out we've got instagram we've got tiktok we've got spreadshirt we've got um gocriticalreviews.com that i should probably be better about updating haha <laughs> um but uh, katie's been posting on her instagram and tiktok and stuff like that so if you want to see little clips from various shows that I've been working on or videos I've been making or just little updates. That's a great place to do so. But obviously the greatest thing you can do for us is to share us around. That helps so dang much. We really appreciate that. Seriously, just share us with a friend, share us on Facebook. It's a free thing you can do. It helps a lot. Call to action. Uh, there, that's, there you go. Uh, and this show is brought to you by our lovely Patreon members, our patrons, our legionnaires over there. Thank you guys so much to people who are donating or continuing to donate regardless of all the crazy things that I end up making, uh, which is at least one podcast a week and probably a video, which in this weird pandemic time, Joe, I just, I'm, I'm making stuff. We got the green screen. It's getting nuts over there. I got a new video coming out that should be out by the time that this video goes up, which is another Lord of the Rings focus video. I gave it 20 years, but I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to start making videos about this because uh, nobody else was. No, I'm just kidding. They're the Lord of the Rings channels. Anyway, thank you to our patrons. I appreciate you. If you guys are donating $5 and up, Get your name here at the end. Uh, and uh, I don't know. It just means a lot that anybody watches that. And I'm also on Twitch. Like, usually once or twice a week. I'm doing a lot of things. Twitch.tv slash critical reviews. There. I think I've said everything. Joe, is there anything else you'd like to say before we wrap up the show? <laughs> just yelling over here like a crazy madman. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing for me, gang. <laughs> all right. Excellent. Well, Joe, thank you for being on to talk about all this stuff. Uh, exciting times, for sure, as it always is. But... Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the future. It'll be it'll be great to talk about this with you more and maybe look back on this and be like, man, the Acolyte, it was the greatest thing we've ever seen in our yeah, lives exactly. and we didn't even actually, know. Like, actually, that's probably one of the things I'm most looking forward to. That'll be fun uh, fun discussions to be had. Yeah, yeah well, so. for sure. Yeah, well, yeah. dude, thank you. Appreciate you and I appreciate you, our viewers and or listeners. And until next week, next time, just remember to adapt and overcome. Oh,